0: You are now listening to Supernatural Breakthrough with Mike Signorelli. The unseen realm, ancient wisdom, and your freedom awaits in this episode. Remember, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode drops. Come on, let's jump right in. We're gonna be talking about prophecy. This is actually one of three parts of a teaching. I need you to lock in for the entire duration of this teaching, because believe me, no matter how much you think you know about this topic, I have some fresh revelation. So let's start by defining what is prophecy. The first thing I wanna let you know is that prophecy is the mind of God migrating into the mind of humanity. In other words, it's his thoughts coming into our mind. It's his ways being communicated to us. It's communication for information. He's giving us access and prophecy is multidimensional. Sometimes it's encouragement. Sometimes it's future foretelling, but prophecy is your right as a child of God. And anybody who tells you that prophecy ceased with the first century church is repeating doctrines taught by demons. Prophecy is alive. It's active. It's far functioning today and it's your right, it's your privilege as a son or daughter of the king. So I'm coming out swinging from the very beginning because the Bible says in the last days he will pour out his spirit among all flesh. Come on, type in the comments right now, all, A-L-L, and just slap back to every single demon that's trying to convince you that prophecy has ceased. And I want to start by saying this because it's your right and you've got to take your full right and privilege. I'm going to teach you that and I'm going to show you where New Testament New Covenant scriptures confirm what I'm saying. So let me define it. Prophecy and is hearing and then doing what God says. It's hearing what your natural ears cannot hear and it's and then it's doing and activating what you hear. Now let's talk about what it's not, okay? Let's talk about what it's not. Prophecy is not manipulation. And if you ever meet somebody that is a prophet for profit, come on now, P-R-O-F-I-T, they're doing it to make money. They're doing it or in their in church leadership and they're using prophecy to manipulate you and they're saying thus saith the Lord, but it's really thus saith their own manipulation. Watch out. Have any of you been affected by for profit profits, they'll give you a word if you give them money. Or or have you ever been affected, or I should say infected by somebody in church leadership who has tried to prophesy to you, thus saith the Lord, but it's really thus saith their bad motive, thus saith their manipulative motive. Come on, drop a comment in the chat and let me know. Prophecy is not communicating your own human desires that's when it becomes Christian witchcraft. And it's not that. Can I get an amen in the chat? It is not Christian witchcraft. It is not the power of positive thinking. It is not the power of um, new age practices that you call prophecy, but it's really you trying to speak something into existence. It is not that. Prophecy is not any of those things, but there are three levels of, of prophecy and we've gotta be wise. So I wanna teach you what it is and we're gonna go level by level. Man, has this been good already? Because I feel an unusual amount of God's anointing and his grace on this teaching. You should desire for the prophetic. You should hunger, it's a good thing. And I'm just sick and tired of so many pastors and ministers treating the prophetic like a faucet instead of a river. I want you to write this down because some of you guys are taking notes. The prophetic is a river, not a faucet. And there are too many leaders, pastors, preachers, and people that are trying to convince you the prophet that the prophetic is a faucet. What do you do with the faucet? You turn it on when you want to get a drink of water, and then you turn it off. No, no, no. Just because pastors have stopped you from prophesying in your local church, just because pastors have told you it doesn't exist anymore and it, and it ceased with the first century church, just because they tried to turn it off doesn't mean that you can turn it off. It is a mighty, powerful river. The prophetic is a river. And see, when you try to dam it up and lock it up, it will reroute and it will flow into new directions. And so the the thing I need you to understand is just because they don't believe in it, whew, I feel the anointing. The Holy Spirit is so well pleased with teachings about the prophetic. Just because the spirits of, and, and demons of, re, of religion and traditions of man and, and, and these foul spirits of the doctrines of men, which are really doctrines of demons, have tried to turn off the tap. That's a mighty river. The voice of God will not be silenced. It will not be shut up and it will simply be rerouted, can I get an amen, and it will go to another church, it will go to another region, it will turn into another, come on, I'm just trying to help you understand that you're not crazy, you're prophetic. Type that in the comments, I'm not crazy, I'm prophetic. Because prophetic people are treated like they're crazy. Prophetic people are told they're crazy. But let me just confirm for you, first they tell you you're crazy, and then they tell you you're a true prophet. Now, I'm going to give you three levels right now. There's three levels to the prophetic. And I want to make sure that you get all that God has for you through the entire duration of this teaching. But you're going to have to stay with me, okay? Because I'm going to go deep. How many of you want to go deep with me today? How many of you really want to see what the Word... Now, I don't. I haven't really seen anybody actually teach it this way before. So I believe I'm giving something fresh. Write this down for your notes. Number one... The first level and the most basic elementary level of the prophetic is the faith level. Write that down, number one. And the scripture that I'm going to give you is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 31, the faith level. Everyone can operate on this level of the prophetic. And I want you to hear me say this because... People are so confused about the prophetic and they think, maybe I have it, maybe I don't. Let's clear up the confusion. The faith level, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 31, everybody can operate in this, okay? Let me read the scripture to you. For you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and be encouraged. All means all. And if you're, well, if you've been to a church and they try to tell you that, oh, you know, you don't operate in the prophetic and only certain special people, get out of here with that. No, there, there are three levels, three different levels and three different designations, but I'm trying to go deeper to help you understand that all can operate on the faith level. So this is about, write this down in your notes, edifying, building up, and encouraging. Prophetic edification, prophetic building up, and prophetic encouragement. All of you can do that. All of you. And this is not my opinion. This is the Bible. And there are some pastors and preachers and church leaders that would try to convince you that it's only for certain special people that is a lie. You can prophetically edify, you can prophetically encourage, and you can prophetically build up. And so 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 31 says that, for you can all prophesy one by one. So why? So that you can learn and be encouraged. So I want to help you. If you desire, God, make me a prophetic person. God, help me. Help me to do it. Here's the thing I want to encourage you to do. Encourage other people prophetically. Let me give you an example before we go to level number two. The best thing that you can do is say, Holy Spirit, you are a comforter. Jesus said, another is coming. And he is the comforter, the Holy Spirit. You can literally say, Holy Spirit, you're the comforter. I want you to give me access to information for encouragement for someone else. And he will do it. I cannot tell you how many stories I have where I've been in the grocery store and immediately the Lord has begun to tell me information for somebody and it prophetically encourage them. And I'm not talking about word of knowledge, which is God giving you access to information about details about someone's life that confirms his love for them. I'm talking about prophecy, which is a little different. In other words, I've said, Hey, um, I know I don't know you. I might be totally off. I'm going to take a risk. But I believe that God wants you to know that you've been going through this situation. I describe the situation, but you are going to head into a season that looks like this. And I tell them a little bit of details the Holy Spirit gives me about their current situation. And then I give them a little bit of details about what the Holy Spirit's telling me is coming up ahead. Every single time I take that risk, the Holy Spirit meets me at that place of risk because faith is spelled R-I-S-K in the kingdom. Write that down in your notes. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Risk and the Holy Spirit meets you at that place of risk, the person starts crying in the grocery store. It's a powerful moment. And then I say, can I just pray for you? And I begin to pray for them. I cannot tell you how many stories I have of what I just told you right now, but that is the faith level. It's encouragement, it's edification, it's building them up and it's encouraging them. The the Holy Spirit will give you access to the prophetic dimension Every single time you do that, that's the faith level. And my scripture for that is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 31. Now, if this is helping you, I need you to talk back to me right now. I need you to give me an amen. I need you to tell me that you're learning something right now because I'm blowing up demonic doctrines that say only certain special people or that it ended with the first century church. That is a lie. Now, I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. Do you want me to go there? There is a difference between Old Covenant prophecy and New Covenant prophecy. Now, if you are a believer and you're familiar with the terminology Old and New Covenant, you know there is the sacrificial system that Israel had, and then there is Jesus actually dying for the saving of the world, Jew and Gentile alike, and we have a New Covenant when Jesus died so that all would be saved. Now, what happened is prophecy did not cease. It simply changed in its application. New Testament prophecy is primarily redemptive, not corrective. It can be corrective, but it doesn't necessarily function in that way all the time. So in other words, you've got to be careful When you are constantly using prophecy for correction, I really think the healthiest thing that you can do is start with edifying, building up, and encouraging through this prophetic gift and then graduate to correction. Because see, Jesus, like literally the scriptures say, he did not come to condemn, but he rather came to save. So is your prophecy condemning people or is it literally a conduit for salvation? And I have a hard time with people who use prophecy to condemn people and it lacks the redemption of the new covenant. Now, I give crazy hard words and I give corrective words and that is appropriate. And we, and we have to do that. But I'm bringing clarity to the fact that, uh, don't, let me put it like this. Don't act like you're in the big leagues if you've never even played in the little leagues. Come on. If you haven't even put your jersey on for T-ball, don't act and pretend like you're in major league baseball. Start with correct start with edification, start with uh encouragement, start with you know, start with that the faith level of prophecy and then graduate your lo- your uh, to the higher levels. Now, um I'm going to give you more. For we're not even on part to number 2 yet. I'm just going to give you 3 cuz you guys know I'm going to be doing this in a 3 part video teaching. This is only part one. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse nine says this, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse nine, which means that you are only ever really going to prophesy in part. And so new covenant prophecy does not carry the same weight as scripture. I know this is a mic drop moment for you, but when you try to act like your prophecy carries the same or greater weight than scripture, you are a cult leader, false prophet, wolf in, you know, a wolf in disguise. And, uh, I'll probably be making a video about how people shouldn't be listening to you. New covenant prophecy does not carry the same weight as scripture, right? But scripture will confirm new covenant prophecy. Scripture will will prove what you're saying. So we do not elevate new covenant prophecy to the same level of scripture, but we do use scripture to discern and to confirm prophecy, new covenant. Man, I know this is good. I know this is helping you right now. Number two, let's go deeper. So the next level is the gift level. Number two, write this down in your notes. The gift level. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11 it talks about the gift level, the gift level. So number one, there's the faith level. You just step out in the grocery store. You step out with your friends. You're encouraging them. You're edifying them. But you're like, okay, I want more. What is it? It's the gift level. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 through 11. Are you getting these scriptures? It says, now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit. And there are varieties of service to the body of Christ, but it's the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all to everyone. So gifts are free, character costs you. And if you're gonna sin under my teaching, I am not going to just talk about the gift level, but your gift. Must be matched by your character if your gift exceeds your character, you are going to end up like Lucifer who is cast out of heaven with this incredibly powerful gift to, to sing and he his beauty and his splendor was unmatched by any of the other angels but his character could not li- could not match his gifting and it caused him to be cast out of heaven and so character costs you. And so there's a lot of people with powerful prophetic gifts, but they don't have the character to sustain that level of gifting. So I need you to understand today that the gift level, even when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 through 11, it literally says, "But it is the same God who empowers them all to everyone, which means everybody has access to get gifts. I always say it like this, a gift is free. That's why it's called a gift. Your paycheck at work is not a gift. Your your boss, your employer did not give you a gift when they give you a paycheck. You earned it. That's why the Bible says the wages of sin is death, right? Because your actions deserve death. But the gift of God, come on somebody, is everlasting life. You can't earn it, therefore it's a gift. So prophecy, you cannot fast and then God gives you that gift because you fasted and you earned the gift. You can't read your Bible enough and now you read your Bible Every day for an hour and he gives you the gift of prophecy. You you can't uh, go serve at your local church and tithe every Sunday and because you give given the offering every time you get paid. Now he gave you the gift of prophecy. And so it's a gift because you cannot earn it. It's free. It's given to you and everybody can get gifts. But the reason why it's important is be- to say that is because you can have people who do not have the character to uh, serve faithfully and they could be prophesying, even prophesying accurately and cheating on their wife they can be prophesying and prophesying accurately and and be addicted to pornography because the gift is cheap. It's it's so cheap, it's free. And you can end up following prophetic people that don't have the character to sustain the words that they're giving to the body of Christ. So you got to be careful. Don't become one of those people. And hopefully if you're sitting under my teaching, you're not. So um, as you look at first Corinthians chapter 12, verses four through 11, and I break it down for you. Am I helping you? Is this good? Is this bringing some clarity? The Holy Spirit gives the gifts as he wills. That's the next thing I want to say. Now, this needs to be said. The Holy Spirit gives the gifts as he wills. So you might be given access to the faith level, which is number one. But he may not will to give you the gift level of prophecy. And you may be wanting it real bad because, you know, you, you think that that's what God has for your life. But, you know, it's a little bit more than the faith level, but it's still a gift. And with that gift becomes responsibility. Now I'm saying what I'm about to say in love. So I want you to look me in my eyes. So hopefully you see and you encounter the love of Christ in my eyes while I'm saying this to you. Some of you want the gift of prophecy because you want to feel significant and you really don't want the gift. You want the significance that comes with operating in the gift. You feel that by having supernatural powers, your life will carry more value. And the reason why the Holy Spirit hasn't given you the gift of prophecy yet is because He wants to give you the gift of relationship with Him first so that you find your significance in Him. And then once you're complete in Him, He'll add the gift. But see, you gotta understand with with the gift comes sorrow. With the gift comes hard times. With the gift comes responsibility. With the gift comes a burden. Preaching is a gift, but it's a burden. Prophesying is a gift, but it's a burden. It'll cost you friendships. It'll cost you relationships. Relationships. It'll cost you your finances. It'll cost you transition after transition. It'll cost you. Listen, it's free to receive it, but it costs you everything to operate in it. I'm taking you deeper. I'm trying to help you. You'll get it for free, but you'll keep it by paying a high cost of your reputation. People, people will talk about you. They'll gossip you. Uh, they'll gossip about you. And until you find your relationship with, with the Holy Spirit, you ought, not just get so obsessed with the gifts of the spirit that you don't have the relationship to sustain the gift. Oh this there's there's an anointing on this teaching. Let me give you let me give you number 3. This is the third level. I feel us working deeper into this teaching and I, I'm almost done. If you stayed this far, you're the real one. If you got this far, you're a real one, okay? Listen, some people, they click in and they click out because they're, they're just looking for entertainment. But the ones that watch all the way through, they're looking to be equipped. You know, there's gonna be some people, they, oh, they see a catchy title and they click in and then but they're, they're on their phone to be entertained. Uh, if you're here this deep into this teaching, you're here to be equipped. Come on now. And so the office level is the last and finest, final level. Number one, it's the faith level. Number two, it's the gift level. But then there's the third and final. It is the office level. Write that down in your notes. This is a function given by Jesus Christ. I know this teaching has been so good, but I wanted to pause for a second because I want to connect with you. Go to MikeSignorelli.com. Tell me your story. Check out all these resources I have available for you. And would you consider financially partnering? It's because people say, I'm going to join my finances with this podcast that we're able to reach so many people around the world. And I'll tell you this, we are good soil to sow into. So I'll see you at MikeSignorelli.com. And Thank you so much for your financial gift. Okay, let's jump back in. And this is so important. I'm just going to skip right to the scripture. Ephesians chapter four, verse 11 through 13. So Christ himself gave the apostles, gave the prophets, gave the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become fully mature, attaining to the whole message and the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Jesus himself gives the office. And you know what's so encouraging about that? The Bible says the gift of God will make room for you and bring you before great men. Ephesians chapter four, verse 11 through 13 says, Christ himself gave the apostles. Baby, they the world might fight you, but Jesus put you in position. Come on, your pastors and leaders may look you over, but I'm telling you, Jesus himself did not overlook you. He put you in position. Before you were even in your mother's womb, he said, I'm gonna give an apostle to the world. I'm going to give a prophet to the world. I'm going to give an evangelist to the world. I'm going to give a pastor to the world. And he was going to give you. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, Jesus. But then in Ephesians chapter four, verse 11, Jesus said, now I'm going to give you apostles. I'm going to give you prophets. I'm going to give you evangelists and priests. Come on. I feel the power of God all over this. And so if they didn't start you, they can't stop you. Jesus started you. In the beginning was the word and the word was. What was the word doing? It was speaking destinies into existence and the word was speaking, I'm gonna bring a prophet that is the office level. It is the office level. And so you've got to understand that when you function in the office level of a prophet, you will prophesy to nations and bring leaders to their knees. Presidents, dignitaries, princes and kings, you'll bring them to their knees with us say the world where, where you will build up and you'll tear down, you'll uproot and you'll plant. Prophetic, when you operate in the office of, 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 of the prophet, you'll, you'll administrate nations. You will literally Speak into multinational church planning organizations. You'll prophesy, you'll bring correction, you'll even bring a sort of division, and you'll say, You ought not to work with this person. And you'll join people together and you'll separate them apart. When you operate in the office of prophet, it carries with it a mantle. That mantle carries with it a prestige and a respect. It carries an honor with it. It cannot be, it cannot be duplicated or replicated. And I'm telling you guys, The office of the prophet is alive, it's real, and it's active today in the earth. And it it will literally carry with it a godly fear. Fear by those who wear it and fear by those who encounter it. The fear of the Lord. It'll put a respect for what's coming. I'm telling you, when you read about the Old Covenant uh, prophets, even when they walked into a room, they carried the fear of God with them. And so th- there, there's something about the, the the office of a prophet and the one way that you'll not be able to, uh, you'll not be able to deny the reality that it, it's in, in, in its function is that person will carry the fear of the Lord into a room. They'll carry the fear of the Lord into a meeting. They'll carry the fear of the Lord into their, into what they say. It's a different level. It's a different level. So, the, listen, guys. I, I've got. I've literally got to cut myself a little bit short because I've got two more parts to this teaching. <laughs> and so, if you want to continue to go on this journey with me, I need you to to buckle in and to go on the journey of the next two teachings. Because I feel it on that. I mean, it's if you can't tell, I am so passionate about these teachings. Why? Uh, because God activated a prophetic gift in me. And it, and I, some of the most incredible stories of my life are the result of operating in and functioning in the prophetic gift that God has given me. I'm not going to say that I operate in the office um, of the prophet, but I know people who do, and I want you to get your seatbelt buckled in. Now, here's what I want to do right now. Uh, I want to let you know, before we shut this, this, this thing down, that in the link to the description, there is, uh, in the description of this video, there is a link to a free devotional that I'm making available to you right now. If you tap that link and it is how to activate the prophetic. And I would love nothing more for you to go through this guided activation. It's going to take you on a whole month's journey every single day as a short devotional with prophetic exercises to activate you and cause you to do the exercises to strengthen in your prophetic gifting. Well, we are coming to the end of yet another incredible time together every Monday, every Wednesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am posting a new podcast so that you can be equipped and learn and grow. And you know, if you got this far, you may want additional mentorship and you may want to connect with me on a deeper level, which is why I have the Breakthrough Community. If you visit MikeSignarelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com, you can become a monthly financial partner for $27 a month or $297 for the entire year, you can come into the Breakthrough Community. We do monthly Zooms. Yes, monthly Zooms. It's wild. People from all over the world are there, including prophetic seminars and teachings that literally are banned on other platforms. All of it's waiting for you, including a private Facebook group with all of the other Breakthrough Community members. So again, go to MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com And become a monthly partner. I can't wait to see you there. And I will see you in the next podcast episode.